Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gary Talks 2 podcast. I am, of course, the aforementioned Gary. You can tell because I'm doing the talking. I'm trying to uh, show how a lot of the same problems that are shown in historical fiction novels uh, still are part of our everyday life. They have not gone away. They have not gotten better. They have uh, just sort of hung on like cancer, I guess. So, Anyway... Let's uh, let's go back and take a look, shall we? So when this country was first founded, even before the revolution, but certainly after, uh, many people just had no rights at all under the law. Women, no woman, had any right to vote, nor could they own property, attend any place of higher education, um, any number of things that we just accept for granted today. And immigrants from anywhere else but England and uh, Northern Europe some Northern European countries were ostracized and also denied any sort of opportunities for advancement in society, no education, no good jobs, uh, just treated very badly socially. And then on a whole nother level are the black population. That population in around 1868, 1870 totaled around 18% of the entire population of this uh, new country. So uh, why was it they did not ever have 18% of the wealth, the opportunity, the chance to do what all the other uh, white men had, which was, quote, pursue happiness? That's a very good question, Gary. I'm glad you asked. So tell you what, hop aboard and let's go take a quick look back at those halcyon days, shall we? So, welcome back. In my uh, historical fiction series, Journey, the Story of an American Family, about a young black man uh, setting out in the uh, early 1800s to uh, start a family, own his land, just live a quiet, decent life. Uh, there are ex many examples of how the black, black population could still not almost 80 years after the declaration was signed, place any faith at all in the judicial system, most especially in the South, of course. And I say most especially there because it was literally baked into the soil, into every Southerner's DNA, that blacks were a lower life form. They were just not quite human like they were. But the North, a lot of times, was just as bad in all honesty. And it's a shameful thing. In an earlier podcast, I singled out Pennsylvania for an honest, hard look at society there in those years. I write about, in, which in the first two volumes uh, start in 1814 and uh, go through to 1865. One of the examples from my uh, book is that no black person in Pennsylvania was allowed to speak up for themselves in any court proceeding, nor could they give evidence in any court proceeding. They could not charge a white person with a crime, no matter what. If a group of black people, black men, witnessed the beating and rape of a black girl, they could not give testimony. Period. Think about that. Then think about this. This was a free state. The blacks being controlled to that degree were free U.S. citizens. 
that did not matter much of a degree in most courts in Pennsylvania at that time. There were some exceptions, and they stand out for that very reason. They were they were exceptions, but one of the most well known ones was uh, a judge refused to allow an enslaver to bring his quote property into Pennsylvania for a short stay and then leave again with her still held in enslavement. He was literally physically stopped by a group of whites. The enslaver thinking, well, that's okay, I'll just soon go to court. And he was confident of a quick victory, and he was stunned when he lost. And he was sent packing without his uh, property. And there were a few more dramatic rulings such as this one, and mostly they de dealing with uh, slavery and the issues therein. And uh, they indeed did make an impact. But, you know, in the day-to-day -day rituals that uh, we use our legal system for, like recording deeds, recording marriages, allowing to vote, and, and a myriad of others that we do all the time without giving it much thought, there was a very clear wall of separation between what we say this country is and what it truly was then. So I've said before, and I'll say it again, the purpose of this podcast is to demonstrate how attitudes and platitudes from long ago, as depicted in Journey, are still very much present and with us today. The exception is that today there really is simply no excuse for any of it. None. Not that there really ever was, but these days, there is absolutely none. So, okay, that was way back then. Let's take a, uh, a gander at now, today. Mid-September, 2023. As I've said before, as a matter of fact, I just said a minute ago, I want to show how the repression and the racism that was extant in the land is still here. Some might argue it's not as bad. They do have a point, I suppose, a little bit. I mean, lynchings are way down, but they're not non-existent. You can no longer summarily be killed on the spot for looking a white man in the eyes or tipping your hat to a white woman. Anyway, at least no way near as often. Hasn't been any wholesale slaughters in a while. That's, that's a nice thing. No more Tulsa's or uh, Wilmington's or anything. Hey, we had a black president, didn't we? What more do, quote, you people, quote, end quote, want? That's the cry. What do you people want is the cry from the MAGA Nazis now. Of course, the election of Barack Obama, a landmark here in the home of the free, also set off the MAGA Nazis like nothing else possibly could have. It was like kicking a hornet's nest really hard. The very idea of a black man in the Oval and a black family living in the White House a house, by the way, that was built by enslaved blacks. A point that's uh, quite easily and conveniently forgotten by them. 
it caused quite an uproar in the Maganazi community that reverberates still. Think back to when uh, President Obama was in, in office, and you remember the brown suit scandal? My God, that was the worst thing you can imagine. The Maganazis wanted to impeach our president for that, and they were serious. Then the head Maganazi, Dirty Donnie, and his uh, retired escort wife moved in the White House, and Melanoma, or whatever her name is, said she wanted it fumigated because black people had lived there. Remember that? Then they went about looting the treasury, alienating our allies and empowering our enemies. Why? Why did they pursue such a MAGA-Nazi, wholly un-American agenda? Come on. You really don't know. Don't get it? Come on. I do, of course, know that the highly intelligent, well-informed, and impossibly good-looking people who follow me know but I'll explain to the others. It was to, quote, own the libs, pure and simple. That's the excuse they danced around. Anything to counter a black president. If Americans say Russia is bad, they wrap themselves in a Russian flag and sing the praises of a homicidal maniac. If Americans say Ukraine is a good country full of good people, Mega-Nazis say it is a place rife with corruption that would be better off under the same homicidal maniac that they worship. That's a Putin, for those of you who are wondering. If Americans say they like chocolate, they would seek to ban it. It's that simple. That's the reaction. That's the reaction that was stirred up by the very thought of a black man, a U.S. citizen, a highly educated, articulate, capable, competent American citizen in the White House. It, it still sends them into uh, spasms of, uh, geez, I don't even know what to call it. They just go absolutely apeshit whenever they think about it. So I've come to the conclusion, and uh, I'm not the only one, there are two types of people living in America today, only two. As John Meacham, the historian, a man I greatly admire, and I've read most of his work, said on the Morning Joe show a couple of days ago, his, his idea of the two people was those who love the Constitution and those that want to tear it up, literally. Remember Dirty Donnie saying he was going to suspend it or end it? They love him. That way you keep the black people where they're supposed to be, under you. Folks, there ain't no middle ground anymore. Choose your side now. I agree with Mr. Meacham that there are only two types. But I clearly see that there are Americans and there are Maganazis. You simply cannot fly both flags. And that, mi amigos is a simple fact. So choose your side now. Be proud of your choice. Stand up and let it be known where you stand. Okay, everybody, it's time for that thing that you like so much again. You know what I'm talking about. You know what it is. It's time for the political rant. Um, let me try that again. Okay, you guys ready?
It's time for the political rant. Okay, okay, that's much, much better. Jeez, I thought I was up here. Uh, everybody was asleep or something. Okay, good. Nice cheer. I'm going to talk about something extremely serious today, folks. Um, there's nothing lighthearted about this political rant at all. This is a very clear and present danger to the United States. It's something that needs to be responded to immediately and every day. You can make your voice known on this. If you don't, uh, it won't be uh, it won't be good if these people get their way. I'm talking about this Nazi mega Nazi program that's called Prager U for Kids. If you're not familiar with that, you will be in a minute. It's financed by two ancient, rather nutcase people who are raised in some weird church uh, in Texas. Their father was a preacher there. Now the younger one, uh, Ferris Wilkes, is. It's Dan and Ferris Wilkes, the two brothers. Um, I'm going to just read you a little bit about um, the Wilkes boys here before I uh, get into the rest of it, okay? Uh, the Texas billionaire brothers, Dan and Ferris Wilkes, are, of course, BragerU's biggest bank bankers. They provided seed funding for it and have given it millions over the years, at least six and a half million. As of 2016, so seven years ago, two members of the Wilkes family were on PragerU's board, according to IRS filings. But later uh, filings indicate they are no longer on that board. But they, they set them down this track. And the two brothers, who are sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say evil incarnate, but they really are evil incarnate who made their fortune fracking natural gas. So, you know, they're right up there with the good guys. They pour so much of their money into conservative causes and politicians that they're known as, quote, the sugar daddies for the far right and the kingmakers of Texas politics. Ferris, who's 67 a few years ago, so he's probably 70 or more now, he preaches at his dad's old church, the Assembly, the assembly Sorry, of Yahweh Seventh-day Church, an extremely conservative messianic Israelite church founded by their parents, which is kind of weird. Women are not allowed to speak during services, and the church enforces a strict dress code. According to documents obtained by the real press, tank tops are forbidden, as are sleeveless tops which is, I guess that's not too ridiculous. It is church after all. But it goes on to quote, blouses and dresses with a cap sleeve are acceptable. The church decrees skirts and shorts must be at least knee length. No belly or back can show even when bending over or playing sports. And exposed cleavage is, of course, strictly forbidden. You don't want to be, uh, you know, tempting, uh, tempting. Ferris, re, uh, he preaches that homosexuality is a, quote, a conversion tantamount to bestiality, pedophilia, and incest, end quote. Quote again, it's a predatorial lifestyle in that they need your children. 
and straight people having more kids to fulfill their sexual habits, he said. He said also, and this will come up a little bit later, he has also said in sermons repeatedly that climate change is God's will. So, hard to fight with that. There's a whole lot more. I strongly suggest that you look these two MAGA Nazis up because these are very, very dangerous people. And the people that they influence are very, very dangerous people. They care not for the Constitution, the rule of law, or anything else. Let's turn to uh, Prager U for kids. That sounds kind of harmless, huh? Well, it's not. It's, it's, uh, it's fascism for the kiddies in cartoon form. And it's very frightening. I had to uh, subscribe to it to be able to look at the videos. And I urge you to do the same so you know I'm not making this crap up. I mean, you can't make this crap up. It's free. You know, just enroll. Uh, make up a phone number so they never call you. And uh, and re just uh, go watch some of the videos. If it doesn't make your blood run cold, uh, you need to have your blood checked. Anyway, it's a very frightening organization that produces ultra-nationalist views in cartoon form. So they can spoon feed this crap to our kids. The scary part is it is so subtle at the beginning. Then come the constant refrain of real American references and propaganda. If you believe this, you're not a real American. If you believe that, you are a real American. And they define that. They proudly explain that their materials are to teach, quote, American history and values, end quote. The big problem is they are the values, so to speak, of the far right. The same people who want to suspend the Constitution and the rule of law and will try desperately to overturn any election they do not win. In their fevered minds, if their guy wins, it was obviously an open and honest election. I mean, come on, our guy won. If their guy loses, which happens a lot, maybe most of the time, then that also proves, I mean, come on, it had to be rigged or our guy would have not lost. I mean, come on, the simple logic. You really do have to admire the simple-minded, moronic logic at work here. It is truly something to behold in all of its depravity. The MAGA-Nazi propaganda machine known as talk radio will agree with me on this. That is a fact. And I give them the opportunity to say otherwise. They won't because I'm telling the truth. They won't admit this in the open, of course. But they are happy to share this distorted, sick view on the programs at full volume, devoid of facts and truth. I'm just going to give you a couple examples. One example is uh, there's two white kids. It's always two white kids. Uh, they are the guides on these fanciful excursions. And they, this on particular video, they were on board what appeared to be a slave ship on its way back from Africa with its human cargo. And the two little white kids were questioning the captain about it. The ship's captain, I'm not making this up. You can see it for yourself. The ship's captain lightheartedly explains to the white kids that, quote, slavery has been around for centuries, end quote, and that it was, quote, preferable to being dead. So maybe it's not so bad, end quote. Now that is some MAGA Nazi bullshit all the way. 
and they are never going to deny it. Slavery wasn't so bad, folks. As a matter of fact, it was actually uh, beneficial to some of the enslaved. Learn a trade, free room and board. Whoa, what could be better? Of course, they uh, never mentioned the tearing apart of families, the forced rape of women and girls to grow the number of slaves on the property, the beatings and mutilations, the starvation, the impossibility of education and advancement, on and on and on and nauseatingly on. But you must not talk of these things. Let's not talk of these things. The MAGA Nazis shriek at us. Our children might get upset or feel guilt. They might learn of these terrible abuses, the human destruction that was slavery, and just feel awful. It is simply un-American to talk about these things, people. Just forget them. They are exaggerations. They are lies meant to destroy our country and make it look bad to the world. We must never tell the truth about our history. We must give it the Disney treatment and make it shiny and fun and, most of all, white. We must do these things if we truly love our country. That's the MAGA Nazi way. Okay, everybody, that's, uh, that's it for uh, episode 12. I really do encourage you, if you love this country the way I do, check out PragerU for kids. Do not let your children anywhere near this. If you know any children that are being exposed to this brain-warping Nazi propaganda, try to do something about it. I know it's tough, but uh, you can make a difference in a child's life. If you'd like to get a hold of me uh, and either tell me I'm not being tough enough or I'm a jerk and I don't know what I'm talking about, um, send me an email to thepodcast at gvbrights.com. That's the podcast, one word, at gvbrights.com. That's also uh, my website, of course, www.gvbrights.com, where you can uh, also contact me through the contact page there. And you can take a look at. Uh, some of the reviews for Journey and see what people are saying. People really, uh, really love the books. I'm, I'm really uh, gratified by the response. Um, I, I take pride in my, uh, my research and the effort I put into making sure that this is a good story that moves along, but is also historically accurate and makes a point. Um, I do a, uh, I'm doing a new thing every Wednesday on YouTube. It's called Gary Talks Truth. Stop by and check that out, too. And again, if you have any comments on that or anything else that I'm doing, uh, drop, me a, drop me a line. Even if you're mad at me, I, I want to hear from you. I want to talk to you. If you want to do an uh, interview and have your voice heard on this podcast, we can certainly make that happen. Just, uh, you know, the ground rules are the same as always. Uh, no propaganda, no conspiracy theories, no threats, no lies, no, um, no bullshit, and most of all, no MAGA Nazis, and life's too short for that. So I guess that's about it. I'm very happy that you stopped by. Uh, please, let me, let me hear from you. And like I said, be, be a partner in this thing to, uh, to get the word out that, uh, that needs to be gotten out, I guess is the best way to say it. So, 
Thanks again for tuning in, for downloading my uh, episode. Don't forget that they're on uh, Spotify, Google, um, Apple, and also on Radio Public, which is an interesting website. If you haven't been there, I recommend it. You don't have to download anything. You can just click. They do a lot of shows. I mean, hundreds and hundreds. And you just click on them and listen to them whenever you want to. No downloading involved. So if you want to download them, go to the others. If you don't, you can either uh, go to my website where I have a direct link to uh, Radio Public, or you can just go to radiopublic.com or .org. I'm sorry, radiopublic.org. And it's uh, it's pretty cool. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I wish you all the best. And uh, I'll see you next time.